Hey everyone, welcome to Behind the Scenes with Brian. I'm your host, Brian Ulrich. You might know me from my work around the industry, my LinkedIn, my blog, uh, or somewhere else. Uh, this podcast, Behind the Scenes with Brian, we talk about engineering, mining, and mine waste management. We we'll go off topic sometimes as well. Um, it makes it a little more fun. And this time I thought, while well, I'm still trying to line up some the interview, I would just read to you one of my blogs from brianalright.net. This was a few weeks back. So this one's called Moonshot. I'm just going to read you a shortened version of it. I took out some of the content. This is called Moonshot, the future of tailings. No tailings. Preamble. Since the failure of the Mount Poly TSF in British Columbia and San Marco in Brazil, many things have changed in the tailings management industry. New guidance documents and regulations have been promulgated. For example, more and more mining companies have engaged third-party reviewers and expert review panels. The industry is becoming vastly more diligent. In this post, I pose several questions and scenarios that are meant to provoke, create discussion, and even perhaps raise more questions in this post. Please don't think that I'm indicating that a future without tailings is even possible. I'm simply asking a what if, and it is a huge what if. I'm not suggesting in any way that tailings facilities are inherently unsafe. And, of course, there are highly viable alternative tailings management practices such as underground backfill, in-pit storage, filtered tailings, and blended tailings and waste rock, just to mention a few. But here, if you'll indulge me and visualize a possible future where the practice of tailings management is fundamentally reimagined from the ground up. Pun intended. The January 25, 2019 failure of the Malay Tailings Facility at Brumadino in Brazil has reset the mind and hearts of most people in the mining industry, my industry. Up until that point, I think it is a fair generalization to consider the following quote by Albert Einstein that is at least somewhat applicable to the state of mind and tailings management. Everything has changed except our way of thinking. And now, as former U.S. Department of Defense worker, Google executive, Facebook team member, Regina Duggan put it, we think someone else Someone smarter than us, someone more capable with much more resources, will solve the problem. But there isn't anyone else. Are we supposed to do the impossible? Set your mind to the following quote from Lewis Carroll's Through the Looking Glass. Alice laughed. There's no use trying, she said. I can't believe impossible things. I dare say you haven't had much practice in the queen when I was your age. I did for half an hour a day, why sometimes I'd believe in as many as six impossible things before breakfast. I know it's a children's book, but please bear with me. I'm reading a brilliant book about the entrepreneurial spirit and unbridled thinking. I don't mean the outside the box kind of thinking that leads to 10% improvement in the process, or rather a tenfold improvement. The kind of thinking that Elon Musk engaged in when he founded SpaceX, pursued, and won the X Prize for 
safely sending a reusable spacecraft into space and returning it to Earth twice. Musk didn't resolve himself for the settled science mindset that would warn him that a lay person could not outperform NASA. Musk had a dream, a vision, a goal, or an audacious plan. Yes, he'd begun a PhD in applied physics and material sciences since Stanford University in 1995, but dropped out after only two days to pursue his entrepreneurial career. He had no real training or background in space travel, except for his bachelor's degree in physics. And I'm sure it must be the first to admit that his background does not a rocket scientist to make. Musk had an impossible dream, and through very hard work, drive, perseverance, and having an amazing team both around him, not only dreamed an impossible dream, he achieved it. The book Moonshots, Creating a World of Abundance, is incredibly thought-provoking. I suppose that you could sum up the book in a single thought and be captured by Jim Goodwin's quote, the impossible is often the untried. The main author of Moonshots, Levine Jane, writes, what is it to believe in something that does not yet exist, has no proofs, cannot be examined, measured, or even seen? It means that if we believe in it because we can conceive it, then we must create it. In the act of creating, we pass from imagination to faith to knowledge. More important, in the end, we learn that the non-existent is whatever we have not yet sufficiently desired or imagined. According to Jane, entrepreneurs believe that simply due to the existence of potential, anything can be brought into existence. We don't have to know how, but we've always asked, what if? Jane writes of the entrepreneur. He knows that the moonshot is going to be difficult. In fact, the conventional wisdom is that he seeks to accomplish is not merely difficult, but impossible. It's crazy even to contemplate it. This is a starting point. And mere positive thinking is no match for this reality. Moonshots are not for mere dreamers. It seems impossible. Things happen all the time. As a breather, let's examine the first stanza of the poem. It couldn't be done by Edgar Guest. Somebody said that it couldn't be done. But with a chuckle, he replied, maybe it couldn't, but he would be one who wouldn't say so until he tried. So he buckled right in on the trace of a grin on his face and worried he hit it. He started to sing as he tackled the thing that couldn't be done, and he did it. So why not be the one to tackle the thing that can't be done? Why not dream the impossible dream and achieve it? It is with this wind beneath my wings that I pose the moonshot question. Can there be a future of mining where no new tailings are produced? Let's examine how this can be accomplished. Ban mining. This reminds me of the tongue-in-cheek bumper sticker, ban mining, let the bastards freeze in the dark. But on a serious note, how could we accomplish this? Create everything through recycling. That's already been rightfully dismissed as we have a growing population and ever-growing dur durable goods needs and technology requirements. We leave this impossibility to the hand of other capable moon shooters. Oh, I'm sorry, it's not possible. It's just a moonshot for somebody else. 
in place on minerals recovery with no excavations, drilling and potentially blasting may be required and probably additional fluids on the ground or dry grinding and milling and dry material separation or a whole bunch of things that I haven't thought about like seeing if there's a market that you can sell, trade, donate your tailings into. Okay, I thought about it a little. I don't even know all the questions though. How am I supposed to know the answers? I doubt that Isaac Newton would have believed that light could bend. Newtonian gravity didn't predict bending of light due to the gravitational pull or anything else that doesn't have mass. Heck, heavier than air flight used to be considered impossible. Let's frame this slightly differently and recall the opening lyrics to the song To Dream the Impossible Dream. To dream the impossible dream. To fight the unbearable foe. To bear with unbearable sorrow. To run where the brave dare not go. As Mark Twain once said, whenever you find yourself on the side of the majority, it's time to pause and reflect. As I said in the beginning of this post, please don't think that I'm indicating that the future without talents is even possible. I'm simply posing a what if, and it is a huge what if. But let's don't throw out the idea altogether. We just need a moonshot. That's all. Well, that's it. I'm Brian, and this is Behind the Scenes with Brian. Until next time, keep on rockin'.